Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to Simpin' After Dark. It's your girl, Ashley Mendoza, back for another episode today. And yes, I did get a new little bumper. I hope you guys enjoy it. I fucking love it. It's dope as shit. So shout out to Wild 7 Studios for that. Cool little beat. But yeah, so today I got a lot of fun stuff planned. I took a week off last week, so thank you so much for continuing to listen to older episodes or whatever. And also thank you for getting one of my first episodes. Well, yeah, actually my first ever episode to hit 2000 plays. I was so excited. Last night it was at like 1,900 something. And then I woke up today and I was like, yes dope fuck yeah so you know moving on up i appreciate the support so much i thank you guys so much for listening and spreading the word telling your friends posting all that um yeah so today i'm gonna be doing a song i just dropped like two and a half weeks ago it's more hip-hop rappy but it's still a vibe it's still very simp and vibes all that it's gonna be joiner lucas featuring j cole your heart it was like a super like random drop just like a couple hours before it was uploaded they posted the like cover art for it everyone was all excited and then the song dropped and it was kind of crickets from the men usually when j cole drops or like i guess i'll say like when drake or like future or like these toxic as men drop you see the lyrics up and down the timeline all that right not this song because this song is about a guy realizing how much of a fuckboy he is joiner lucas talking about how like he did his girl wrong all that now he's heartbroken because they're done she was fed up with his shit and then jay cole's verse comes on and he's just like tearing him a new one like bro this is your fault you did this to yourself so yeah men where were all the tweets about that i haven't seen no one really talk about it it's a really great song though and i know all the ladies appreciated it it was like um therapeutic you know hearing someone take accountability for their fuck shit for once 
So go listen to it if you haven't. I have a clip, of course, but before I get into it, let me kind of give you a rundown of the episode and what's in store. Um, well, yeah, so obviously it's going to be about fuck shit, fuck boys, all that. And then let me give you a quick update on Amigas. Thank you if you followed Amigas, the series on Instagram. Little update. Uh, we just recorded a song for it. Me, Alexa, and Brittany, who are the three leads of the series. It's a Spanish telenovela parody, if you have not learned that by now. Um, it's going to be dropping next month. Stay tuned. Make sure to follow Amigas the Series on Instagram for all the updates. And yeah, we're working on other music for it, you know, like the soundtrack, all that stuff. So it's really exciting. And um, yeah, what else? I'm going to be talking about, oh, quick, quick little announcement. It's almost Halloween. We got like three weeks to go. Last year, I did a psycho episode where me and Victoria had you guys uh, send in video clips or not video clips, but audio clips about like your scariest relationship stories or dating stories, whether it's like, you know, funny, scary or legit scary, just basically dealing with psychos, like just like crazy ass people or just crazy shit that has gone down in your life. So I'm going to be doing that again. I will probably be having a guest on a special guest to listen to those with me comment on it talk about our own shit all that i'll pick a fun spooky song again last year it was like the weekend i forgot what song all his music's very like haunting that whole vibe so yeah i'm gonna be doing it again please email me at simpinafterdark at gmail.com yeah just send me like mp3 files or like on your iphone you could just like record into like the audio little clips thing and let me know just a short little clip you know 30 seconds to a minute however long it takes you or you could send me in stories too i will distort your voice keep it anonymous of course not trying to out you and it just sounds funnier with the voice distortion so yeah that was a fun episode last year and i can't wait to do it again and let's see what else oh i do have um you know, I'm on TikTok, so I'm always, like, finding cool, like, relationship tips, like, psychology-related or, like, not, whatever. But this guy um, was referencing a Gottman kind of method method thing. It's um called, I forgot what it's called, to be honest. But he was basically saying there was, like, a study about um, what's the determining factor for whether a relationship is going to make it long-term or not. And it all came down to... One thing, and it's actually, like, great advice, really simple, but, like, super important. So I'll talk about that, too, after I get into this song. And, uh, yeah, whatever else pops up, we'll talk about that, too. I had some of you guys send me in um, shit that you're going through and you want kind of my perspective on it. So I'm going to be getting into that. I have a couple of those. So stick around. And... Yeah, let me play a clip of this song and then we'll hop right into it. I let you start, huh? you'll never be the same again, but that I'm gone, huh? I took your heart and then I tore that shit apart, huh? I fucked you over, did you dirty, did you wrong, huh? I did you wrong, huh? I hate a fuck nigga, used to be a fuck nigga. Couldn't even blame her if she did fuck niggas. You run your bitch through the mud, you deserve that. So you can feel it for yourself where it hurt at. 
What goes around comes around, I know you heard that While you was creeping, tell me did it not occur that This nigga sliding in the DMs every AM, every PM Used to be like automatic, she was Damn, okay, so a little bop, right? If you guys had not heard it, you get the vibe, the gist of it. I was watching the music video too because that also dropped. And it's basically, um, Joyner Lucas is like watching this girl. Like obviously he's not really in the room, but it's just like him like imagining it. She's in his house just fucking his shit up, like tearing up the sneakers, like burning shit down, like stabbing the fucking couch and just everything like bleach everything in the tub all that all that his furniture literally everything you think of his car like stills his jewelry all that and then she like starts to fuck another dude she's pissed it's about him like admitting he broke her heart and all that he's major major fuck boy right and then j cole comes on and he's kind of there with him kind of just like letting him know like yo bro you did this and like you can't even be mad at her for like fucking new dudes blah 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 it's a great song i fucking love j cole i honestly don't really listen to joiner lucas at all my boyfriend listens to him all the time so i'm familiar with his music but i like j cole a lot more so um yeah this song is great let's get into it so it starts with the chorus joiner lucas he says i broke your heart huh you knew i was a fuck boy from the start huh and I'm going to be saying fuck boy. It says fuck N-word. Obviously, I'm not going to say it. So if I ever say like fella or dude or something random that doesn't go with the lyrics, just know I'm replacing that so I could just fucking talk about it seamlessly. So um, I will continue to just say fuck boy from now on and you will know what I mean. So yeah, he says, you knew I was a fuck boy from the start. You should have listened when they said I was a dog, huh? You should have listened to your head when you had thoughts, huh? That's what you thought, huh? So he's like so like just being you could tell he's bitter and like salty about losing this girl because he knows he fucked up. But he's in this stage where he's just like, you should have known, bitch, like too fucking bad. And like, obviously, he's dying deep down inside. It hurts. But, you know, sometimes you got to just like front like you're not hurting or like you're too cool to feel pain or cry or anything like that. So that's the stage that he's at right now. He's just like kind of being really fucking mean like as if he was talking to her like ha you fucking knew what it was so um then he says i left you scarred you never been the same again put that on god i took your heart and then i tore that shit apart huh i fucked you over did you dirty did you wrong so he definitely recognizes what he did but he's just kind of not ready to fully take accountability he's just kind of mad but yeah just like more mad at himself like for sure and that's why you can't, like, take shit to heart sometimes when, like, someone starts, like, yelling at you or just, like, cussing you out or, like, you know, just being mean about a situation or anything like that. Like, don't take it personal because I would say, like, 99% of the time when someone's, like, going in on you, it's because they're mad at themselves and they know they fucked up. So they're just, like, going in and, like, they have to let it out because keeping that hurt inside hurts too much and sometimes people aren't ready to, like admit that they fucked up so instead they'll just be like a fucking asshole about it you know which isn't to excuse it like that's definitely some fuck boy shit but just don't take it to heart like you hear all the time how like people will catch their significant other cheating and then they end up yelling at them or getting mad at them for catching them like what it makes no fucking sense but 
I don't know. My friend actually just sent me sent me a TikTok where this girl's talking about how she caught her ex cheating one time and he was like in the house with his ex and like packing all his shit and then he like locked her out of the house and she tried leaving and then they like chased her down in the car with like a gun and shit and she had to call the cops and she's like why what like this makes no fucking sense like I caught you cheating and you're like trying to kill me like you're mad at me what the fuck so just know when people are on that like fuck shit they are not thinking straight and nothing is ever about you especially the cheating like that's never about you that's something that they were going to do regardless of how much you did or didn't do in the relationship like you could be doing the most or you could be slipping like if someone's going to cheat they're going to cheat never a reflection on you so verse one, he says, you say you hate me, but I know that this year's song, angry text, because we don't ever get along. We've been rocking with each other for so long. Maybe that's why it's been harder to move on. And you changed too. And your mama and your friends think I'm to blame too. And you hate it when somebody say my name. Every time you hear my name, you want to drink. You want to go out. You want to get drunk. You want to get lit. You want to get crazy. Do everything that you never did. So he's just like going on and on. He says, you want to get bent. You wanted revenge. You want to get dick. But you ain't about that life, so you might fuck a bitch. You might break a window. You might do some wild shit out of impulse. You say that you hate me and we're not involved, but you still checking on me trying to find info, I know. So he is so fucking butthurt. Like, he knows that she's about to, like, go out and fuck. So that's why he's being so fucking angry about everything. But I love how, like, the self-awareness of, like, yeah, she is probably about to go get revenge dick. But let's talk about it because, like, I feel... You got to be careful when you're like getting dick for revenge because so many times we hear like I know Nicki Minaj has like that fucking thing where she's talking about like how to get a dude back like when they fuck you over is to like fuck their friend and make them a yes man or like whatever something along those lines right and I do not think that is a good idea if you fuck someone's homeboy if it's like a real homeboy to like where it would hurt them if you fucked them First of all, you're probably not going to be able to get that dick because if their homeboy is a real one, that's not going to happen. Like the one that's going to let you hit is the one that's like a secret enemy, you know, and that's it might sting a little. But usually like if you're in a situation like that where you have access to his homies in that type of way where like they would want to like fuck you, it's because they know that they can fuck you because that dude doesn't really fuck with you like that. It's because he doesn't take you seriously like he would probably hand you over to them on a plate and be like here you want some like don't take pride in like fucking dudes homeboys it's not gonna hurt them as much as you think like they're probably gonna sit around and laugh at you so just think about that before you do anything stupid at least like fuck a stranger or like somebody like where they're not gonna be able to like be talking about it you know just let him know or, like, insinuate that you are fucking someone else. But don't actually, like, fuck someone that he knows. Like, I know that sounds good. Like, you want to hurt them so bad. But they don't care. They're just going to go out and do the same thing. And then you're going to be hurt. So it's just, like, doing this back and forth, trying to hurt each other bullshit is not it. Like, the best you could do for yourself is find peace. Let it go. Move on. Like, don't do all that. If you're smart, just, like, level up, like, get your money, get hotter, like, whatever you got to do. Like, hit the gym, get your BBL, whatever it is. And 
I don't know. BBLs are scary. This is such a sidebar because I wanted one for a really long time. Like that BBL fucking like brainwash, like little second that we had going on like these past few months or like year. It was strong. Like that was crazy. I really wanted one. And I still want to ask, like, I think everyone would love a fat ass and like to snatch up your waist, you know? Um, but that shit is deadly. And I've seen some really great looking ones too, but I've seen some fucking really bad ones and that's your body that you're fucking with you got to be careful you could die so just whatever you do do it for you to kind of tie it all back together like if you're gonna go fuck somebody new make sure it's because you want to fuck that person you know carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you because at carmax we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car you should love your car that's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. So, yeah, back to this. How he said, but you still checking on me trying to find info, I know. Stop checking for them. Don't do it. You're only hurting yourself. And I feel like that just boosts their ego. They'll know. Like, if you're, like, snooping their shit, you're going to slip up and, like, like something on their page. Or, like, if you're asking around, like, it's going to get back to them that you're asking. And that's just going to boost up their ego. You look dumb. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Like, you really have to just, like, legit not care. And, like, even if you're hurting on the inside, just, like, show to him and to the world that you do not care. And then it's the chorus again, and then it's verse two, which is J. Cole. He says, I hate a fuck boy. Used to be a fuck boy. Couldn't even blame her if she did fuck boys. I love that line, that little bar right there. And once again, this is him talking to Joyner Lucas, like, listen up, little bro. He said, you run your bitch through the mud. You deserve that so you can feel it for yourself where it hurt at. But and then like in the video, he's like pointing to his heart. I love Jake Cole's little like moves in the video. Just like he's so animated with it when he's like talking to him. He says what goes around comes around. I know you heard that while you was creeping. Tell me, did it not occur that there's dudes sliding sliding in the DMs every AM, every PM used to be like automatic. She would curve that. And that is crazy. Like the way these men will so fucking easily cheat on you the second one like decent looking woman at best because they'll cheat on you with a dog looking ass bitch they will fucking fuck anything like the second they get a little something to boost their ego just the chance 
they will fucking cheat on you for like that simple little moment of pleasure. They will let a good girl go. And that's the most hilarious thing to me because girls have so many freaking opportunities to cheat. If they wanted to, they could go cheat instantly. And that's the thing is like it's work for dudes to cheat. Like literally when I posted that clip on TikTok from one of the episodes where I was talking about how in a relationship like it takes work. You got to put in work and that's why dudes get lazy and like go cheat or whatever instead of putting in work into their relationship. This guy was like, oh, so you think it's easy to cheat? No, that takes work. So we're not lazy. And like, thank you for pointing that out. But you also just proved my point that you ain't shit. But I never said that it was easy to cheat. I was just saying you would rather do that than put in the work. So basically, you ain't shit. You proved my point. So yeah, if a dude cheats on you, it's because he had to try. Like, pussy don't be falling into guys laps like that like the way that girls could easily go get some dick anywhere it's not that way for most men I will say for most men like you have to be top of the line really good looking dude and most likely a fat wallet so if you don't have all that then I'm not even talking about you so then like uh, he says that was before when you was loyal now it's thirst traps on her profile and dudes know how to spot a chink in your armor. You've been tripping, dog. You ain't been keeping your promise. You've been pimping, dog. Now bitches wink in your comments. She's suspicious, dog. And now you're reaping your karma. She got dudes, dog, calling her phone while you gone and your bitch ass can't even feel no way because you doing her the same. Now you know the pain and what used to be the dynamic duos in flames, and you too proud to see that you hold the blame from all that playing, dude. We too old for games. So shout out to J. Cole for being a real one and, like, telling it how it is because too many dudes out here do not hold each other accountable for being pieces of shits to their girlfriends or their, their significant others at all. Like, the way he literally said, you are not allowed to fucking feel away because you ain't shit, bro, basically. And then the last chorus is actually j cole and it's like a little different spin on it so he says you broke her heart huh when you met her she was young and hella pure huh and had no clue that she was fucking with the dog huh you never thought did you see the day that she was gone huh but you was wrong huh yeah you was wrong because now it's late and she ain't answering your calls she vip she out here fucking with the stars some other dude got her now he about to spoil her you could have spoiled her but you starved her wow Give this man an award. I love J. Cole. Like, please. That last line just hits, though. You could have spoiled her, but you starved her. And ain't that the truth? Because too many men don't realize they got the girl that everybody fucking wants. That she could literally go pull anyone. Like, dudes are easy to pull. Like, if a girl wanted to take the time to become the baddest bitch version of herself... And she did that. She could go pull your fucking favorite rapper, homie. So take care of your girl because dudes are easy. And if she wanted to fucking hurt you, she could. And I think that's probably better revenge. Like going back to the whole like fucking his homie to get revenge. Go fuck his favorite rapper or favorite athlete, whatever. Like ruin something good for him. This is very toxic of me to say, but like this is like context okay so this is in reference to this song like he clearly fucked around cheated so when it comes to cheating i'm very toxic and ruthless because it's just really unforgivable and you deserve hell and you deserve to be sad if you did the cheating like you deserve to feel like shit sorry about it 
All right, so that is the song, such a fucking bop, and now we can move on to some more shit. What do I want to get into first? Um, oh yes, okay. So I had a couple girls send me some of their relationship issues, and I'm going to give my perspective, my opinion, advice, all of that. Once again, I am not a relationship coach, relationship therapist fucking love guru any of that motherfucking shit like it's me just being real with my experience i am 30 now so i am wise i've been through some shit i've dealt with some fuck boys and i ain't perfect like i've done my share of like stupid ass shit so just know that i am someone that is gonna be honest with you and it's just like i feel like you can only go to like your friends about certain things and then sometimes it's kind of like why you go to a therapist because like they're not gonna judge you or look at you differently in a way that like a friend or family member would so like when you guys reach out to me I appreciate it and I 100% get it because it's like I'm not gonna be like scared to hurt your feelings like I'm gonna be real with you and always gonna have like your best interest in mind you know all right so this Girl, this first one, she sent me a story. It's a little bit long, so let me try to summarize a little bit. She basically just says that she had been with this guy for almost a year and a half and that they were friends for many years before that. And um, he always wanted a relationship. Like, they were just friends, like, for years, and then she finally gave it a chance, and then, uh, you know, they got together, and it was really good. And, like, any relationship, there's bumps in the road. But um, I guess they went through a lot together, like, family-wise. Um, just, you know, like, went like we're there for each other through a lot, as any couple kind of does. Like, you go through shit together because, like, once you're together, it's like you're each other's, one of each other's main support systems. And then I guess they moved in and they ended up moving back home because it didn't work out. It kind of sounds like, I don't know if it was, like, for relationship problems or, like, maybe financial or something i'm not sure but then she said the last two months of the relationship were really rocky they had a lot going on in their outside life and they weren't giving the relationship their all so yeah i get that that kind of does put a strain on a relationship when you're going through stuff because you know it's draining and you can't give all your energy to a relationship when you gotta like get out of like these situations that you end up in so then she ended things and she said they have been broken up for two months now and they talked here and there but they always end up arguing and he tells her that he can't work on the relationship right now and that it's mentally draining for him and he just wants to focus on himself but that he does want them to have a chance when he feels he's ready and he says that he still loves her, but now she's saying that she's having a hard time on what she should do. She's in love with him, and he even tells her not to wait for him, but she's scared that she's going to, like, move on or lose feelings and not want anything with him. Um, and then she says since she got over her, like, hurt of the situation, she's too scared to go back, and she explained this to him, and he said no amount of time should affect us if we're truly meant to be. But then she says, um, I'll just like quote it directly. She says, I don't get why all of a sudden he doesn't want to work out with me or he tells me he wants to fix himself and get good and then have a chance, but he doesn't want me to wait for him. I don't know. I have no idea what to do. It's so hard to have a conversation with him because he gets mad and doesn't respond to me. He doesn't want to see me in person. I love him so much. How am I supposed to stop for him to get good? 
how am I just supposed to stop for him to get good? Like, how am I supposed to put my love on pause and hope to press play one day? Hopefully, like, I don't get it. End quote. Um, damn, that's rough. It definitely sounds like they have been through a lot. And that can, like, sometimes make a relationship that is, like, not even super long. It can make it feel like it's longer. Because, like, when you go through shit together, it, like, makes the bond tighter and you just have all these kind of um things in common that you hold on to or just like memories whether it's like good or bad it definitely can like make it feel like you have a lot together you know so it's harder to walk away because like you have all this baggage together pretty much is what it is and sometimes when it's all this baggage you kind of need to take a step back and realize like is there good reasons that we are still holding on or is it just kind of like we feel like we need to be together because of everything we've been through you know and like for me honestly like if someone is like saying like I just want to focus on me then you should let them focus on themselves and if you if your feelings change then he's gonna just have to accept that later because you can't put your love on pause like you're probably going to be sad about it and eventually your feelings will fade because that is what happens when you like aren't really in touch with someone or you don't see them like a on a consistent basis like even if it's not every day but like if you guys are just like cutting it off like most likely you will lose feelings and you know if you're meant to be then yeah when you see each other again it will work out but then you're gonna have to deal with like what happened on that time off because depending on how long it is like you or him might meet somebody new and fall in love or make new memories and then you got to like get back together and now you have more baggage being brought into the relationship you know like that's not a good way to start fresh but like if it's really just like him wanting to work on himself for real and not like go fuck around then let him do that and hopefully it's for the best for his mental health and like his own like peace of mind because it is hard to maintain relationships when you have so much going on in your life like I know couples that have tried to like break up because they just had too much and it was just affecting the relationship too much and they loved each other too much and they stayed together and that's what it should be you know like you should be able to let yourself go and know that if you really do love each other it'll work out but nothing is a guarantee you might lose feelings or suppress them long enough but I don't really think that's a healthy way to like live your life because if he's gonna be like working on himself then you should work on yourself too and just like put each other on pause but honestly it seems like he really just doesn't want to do it anymore as hard as that is to hear but if someone is telling you like what it is then just take their word for it like there's no point in like reading into the subtext or trying to read between the lines you know if this is what they're saying then take it as that it's not your job to understand what they really mean or to try to fix the situation because that's why like it's such a strain on you because you're the only one that's trying to make it work And that's why you're in so much pain about it because he's just ready to let it go and you're just trying really hard to make it work. So all that emotional burden and labor is on you. Just do you, focus on yourself, level up, and 
if it works out in the future, it could work out. I know people that have like stopped dating, dated completely other people and then ended up getting back together. And it was the right timing then. And sometimes it is right person, wrong time type of situation. And um, yeah, it's different for everyone. And like, I, I low-key feel like the only way that you would get over him is if you um, like got with somebody else. Like I always hear that like the only way to get over someone is to get under someone else. And I don't know if that's a little toxic, but I think it's true because like if you don't like I feel like our brains and our hearts, like whatever it is, like we always like to have like someone to be thinking about. So, like, if you break up and you have no one new, that's when you're, like, just, like, fawning over love and, like, the idea of, like, having a boyfriend and all that, like, and just, like, you know, being jealous of other couples or, like, wishing you had a boyfriend, whatever it is. But then, like, you meet someone and sometimes you end up, like, idealizing them because you just want to jump into a relationship and you just, like, your brain tries to fall in love instantly because it wants to go back to, like, that bond and connection that you formed with someone else like that's just human nature to like want to have something with someone but if y'all both focus on yourself and work on yourself then I think it could work in the future but that's just a risk that you have to take and the bigger the risk the bigger the reward so just like let him go and if he truly does love you and you truly do love him then it'll work out in the end All right, and then the second one, this girl said, she said, I have a lot of trust issues because of things that have happened in my relationship, but I continue to stay because I know he's changed for the better. The one thing that continues to bother me is that there's this girl friend, so like a friend that's a girl, who I've never met or hung out with, who he wines and dines. Uh, Okay, excuse me, like the red flags are there already. Um, I'm listening. Okay. She says they met through this fraternity program. So he's basically supposed to be a mentor, but it throws me off because he mentioned that she's more than that. Like a friend. I get annoyed when she asked to hang out, especially because it's always one-on-one and things like sunset picnics and also inviting her to a festival that we were going to and making it seem like he was going alone. Essentially, I'm asking if I'm tripping over nothing and how to chill when it comes to his girlfriends. My girlfriends tell me he's wrong for all that, but I don't want to be the super possessive girlfriend, you know. Well, okay, I could already tell that you just have a good heart. Like the fact that there's like all these things that, you know, don't sit well with you and are like crossing your boundaries but you're still questioning like if you're being too possessive or if you're tripping or like if you should trust him more like that already tells me that like you're a lot more understanding than he is because from the sounds of it he did something or like shit happened in the relationship that caused you to not trust him but you being the good person that you are like stayed with him and tried to work it out because you love him but obviously there's still going to be trust like that shit takes time to fix like it could take years to rebuild trust so like depending on what happened of course but um yeah that's rough because you say it's like part of a program where he's like a mentor but like is is it part of the mentorship that they have to go on sunset picnics and all that like that's really weird to me that's super weird to me. And, like, if that's your boundary that you don't want him hanging out with, like, a girl one-on-one, especially, like, a sunset picnic, 
then you should be able to communicate that and he should 100% be understanding. Like, why can't they go to a coffee shop or something like that? Like, there's no reason that they have to go to, like, these cute-ass romantic things that should be reserved for people in a relationship. And then, like, the fact that you've never hung out with her or met her, that's super weird, too. And then I think that'll tell you everything. I think um, that should probably be your first step if you're still trying to go with the more, like, reasonable girlfriend approach is to meet her. Um, me personally, um, I wouldn't, the whining and dining would be too far already. Like that's, that's really weird. He's kind of pushing it and taking advantage of like how trusting you are. And for sure, everyone's opinion is going to be different. Like some girls or like partners are super lenient and just chill about their person going out and doing things. But I think that also a hundred percent depends on how, strong the trust is in a relationship and like what like has happened like what has gone down like can you trust them and of course knowing your partner because everyone's different like some guys are just like super like good at just like being very platonic and respectful in a relationship but then like you see dudes that are not respectful in a relationship and like they flirt when the girlfriend's not around or things like that so it's just like about knowing him and you know him best you know what he's done and you know if he's truly changed or not and I completely get the like trying to not be possessive but I think the older I've got I've learned that guys will take advantage of you and if you don't set your boundaries and be hard about them they'll keep pushing and pushing because they know that you'll just change your mind and take them back or just be okay with it the, the more that they like nag about it or like push they'll test your limits they're like little kids And, like, men aren't stupid. They're master manipulators. So just keep that in mind. Like, you should be able to understand where you're coming from. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. 
Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. And then, okay, so she said that he invited that other girl to a festival that they were going to together but made it seem like he was going alone. So I could, like, kind of see that as maybe it really is or just friends and he wanted you guys to meet but i would need more info i'm not really sure what his intentions are with that because i don't know why someone would invite someone to a festival if they know that they like that person but their boyfriend or girlfriend is there you know but you really don't know like fuck boys are on another level and sometimes that's why like people with good hearts find it so hard to like catch these things is because like you would never expect someone to do that like People always kind of just expect other people to have the same heart as them. And that's what ends up fucking you over a lot. It's because for you, you are like, well, I would never do this. So let me give him the benefit of the doubt. And that is, of course, like the best thing you can do is like give someone the benefit of the doubt if the trust is there. But I mean, you know, all the details. You said you were trying to keep it short. And this is like already like a good enough amount of like info. But I think for sure the sunset picnics and the whining and dining is too far. Like, unless it's, like, part of, like, the program where it's, like, you have to go do these romantic coupley things, which I doubt. But I have no idea. But trust your gut, honestly. Like, your intuition. But, like, for me, just decide what your boundaries are. Decide what you are or are not okay with. And if he insists on doing those things and that's just what he wants to do and maybe you guys aren't compatible and then just know to walk away because there are dudes that will 100% be okay with you not being okay with those things. They'll think, yeah, duh, I would never do that. That's really fucking weird. That's pushing it. So like we as a collective, like I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking about me, about everyone, anyone. Like we try to like force relationships sometimes and like force people to change and sometimes people don't want to change because that's just the essence of who they are that's the core of who they are and we need to stop fighting that and just like learning to walk away from people like if they don't want to change this about themselves if they think you're crazy for asking this if they don't respect your boundaries and they're not willing to compromise then you just aren't for each other because like if someone really loves you then they'll do those things and if they don't then they value them being able to go wine and dine other bitches more than like let him go wine and dine that bitch you know walk away if he's making you feel crazy because you are not asking for too much and I don't think you're tripping even like your homegirls are telling you that you're not so I think you know I think you know the answer all right so lastly um let me talk about this um tiktok and what was the user just so I could like try to credit them just because I should probably, you know, shout out people that inspire me for content on here, right? Um, his name's Abraham Piper on TikTok. Um, he's talking about the Gottman method, I guess. Um, it's a husband and wife and they're psychologists and they just like dedicate all their studies um, to basically like couples and relationships and improving all that and understanding um, what makes relationships work. The Google definition basically says it aims to increase intimacy, understanding and respect and to remove harmful barriers which prevent productive communication and development. So they did a scientific analysis and they basically basically came to the conclusion that like the number one thing to determine whether a relationship is going to be long lasting and like 
happy and long lasting, not like shitty because nobody wants to be in a long lasting relationship. That's a fucking nightmare. Um, but the key is surprise, surprise, kindness and generosity. And that seems so fucking obvious, but at the same time, it's like, what? Like, what do you mean? So basically the study was, um, it was like a bed and breakfast type situation. It was like set up like that. And then they had couples come in and out and, um, just basically studied them. And like, I don't know if it's like in a creepy way or like, I mean, that sounds kind of creepy, like being watched, but I mean, they knew it wasn't like a fucking secret, you know, and they basically just were able to determine whether a relationship would make it long term or not. And basically the example that he gave from the study was that like, if one of the partners was like, oh my God, babe, look, this bird is so fucking cute outside, whatever. And then if the other partner was like, oh like engaging and like went over there like to see and like was like oh wow like that is a fucking dope ass bird babe you right um they were able to predict with like 90 percent accuracy or something like that um that they would make it long term versus the people that wouldn't make it would be like say the couple where same thing except the partner is like hmm you know, just kind of has contempt or is not interested in what they have to say or doesn't even, like, acknowledge it at all or is just like, okay, a bird, okay, stupid, you know, fucked up. It's such a simple thing, but it's a huge determining factor. And I think I've talked about that on a recent episode where it was like, you know, like, if you just get annoyed that uh, shit your partner says or, like, if anything that makes them happy, you're just like, huh, you know, type of thing. Um, yeah, that is a huge determining factor and it's so important. So there was like a lady that kind of broke it down cause it was like a whole study and it was in the Atlantic, but uh, she broke it down into like a more digestible, um, way, like a list for people. If you don't want to read the whole last study. Right. And got some bullet points here to share. Cause I think it is super important. And it's like, obviously like most of it's like common sense, but it's so common that it, we just kind of like brush over it or like don't really put that much thought into it sometimes or like forget. So number one was science says lasting relationships come down to the kindness and generosity. Number two, much of it comes down to the spirit couples bring to a relationship. Do they bring kindness and generosity or contempt, criticism and hostility? So that one just like is really good because I think it requires a lot of just like accountability and like self-awareness to be like, damn, like, I need to relax with the criticism and contempt because, like, that's not, like, good vibes, basically, when they said the spirit that couples bring. I'm like, the vibes, the energy, right? Like, if you're just fucking negative all the time, like, that shit's going to go downhill. Like, people get fed up with that shit. Like, they'll put up with it and then they're going to be like, hey, I'm over this and, like, want to move on and find somebody that's fucking nice to them. And, like, we can all, like, fall victims to this of, like, just, like, nitpicking. I think the longer you stay in a relationship. So, um... I think one of the things in here basically says that like kindness is like a muscle that you need to exercise to like keep cultivating that. It's like muscle memory. Like the more often that you go out of your way to try to be kind and generous and all that, like the more natural it'll come to you. And that's just great shit to bring to a relationship. And then number three, contempt is the number one factor that tears couples apart. Kindness, on the other hand, glues couples together. Number four, kindness along with emotional stability. Key. Key is the most important predictor of satisfaction and stability in marriage. Five, think of kindness as a muscle. Here it is. You have to exercise it to keep it in shape. A good relationship requires sustained hard work. So 
keywords sustained hard work and then in the previous one key work emotional stability so like stability and consistency sustaining the hard work it's constant work relationships are not fucking easy you don't just like get one and then you can like settle and like stop trying like this requires you to keep trying and like that should make you excited to do that with your partner like if it makes you annoyed or like lazy that it has to be work then you're not with the right person because if you really fuck with someone you really love them then like thinking about like ways to make it work and like keep it alive the spirit alive that should make you happy and excited like reading about shit like this and like implementing it you know then number six if you want to have a stable healthy relationship exercise kindness early and often Number seven, one way to practice kindness is by being generous about your partner's intentions. The ability to interpret your partner's actions and intentions charitably can soften the sharp edge of conflict. So that kind of brings me to like the last um, story that that girl sent in. Being generous about your partner's intentions. Like she said, her friends even were like, nah, that's too far. Her gut is telling her no. But she's being so generous about her partner's intention. Like, she deserves someone that's going to be the same to her and, like, consider her feelings. Like, girl, like, you're going out of your way to, like, give him the benefit of the doubt and, like, ask whether you're going too far or being, like, crazy, whatever you know. Your heart is in the right place, and that should be reciprocated to you. So only you know your relationship. So do with that what you will, please. Number eight, those who showed a genuine interest in their partner's joys were more likely to be together. So, yeah, 100%. I think when Antioch was on here, it was that same thing where it's like if you are excited to try new things with your partner or if, or if they're super into this and they want you to come along, like being like, yeah, I'll do that instead of like, eh, I don't want to. Like, that's a whack. Like, okay, like way to fucking kill the mood, you know? Like just fucking try a little bit. And number nine... Among couples who not only endure but live happily together for years and years, the spirit of kindness and generosity guides them forward. And number 10, even in relationships where people are frustrated, it's almost always the case that there are positive things going on and people trying to do the right thing. A lot of times a partner is trying to do the right thing even if it's executed poorly. So appreciate the intent. Um, that's a quote by Tai Tashiro, who's a psychologist. So um, I agree because it was like something else in this whole article um, and I'll link it that was talking about how like usually it's how we treat each other in the good times that keep a relationship alive versus um, being there for each other through the bad times. And like you got to find the right balance because people could take that and be like, well, you know, even if we've been through some shit and like I've been there for you, just like the other girl was talking about, like that's what's kind of keeping them together and like the fact that she had to tell me like we've been through this 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 like yeah but what about the good times are there good times anymore because if there is not then it's like probably time to walk away and just being kind to each other in the time that you are happy together like that counts for a lot as long as everything else is still like respectful but then like the whole thing about like appreciating someone's intent that one's like iffy for me not to like say that's not true but I just think it needs to be like um it depends on the context because a lot of times people use the excuse of like you know it wasn't my intent to hurt you 
all the time over and over but then they keep hurting you and it's like sometimes it doesn't even matter anymore what your intent was because if you're not even trying to like care about the outcome of your actions because you're falling back on that excuse then you ain't shit so just watch out for that because people will take advantage or like find every loophole to just put you through shit or like manipulate you into staying or whatever you know but 100% yeah like you know your situation you know your partner if you genuinely know that it was not their intent to hurt you then just let it go sometimes you gotta just let it go and resort back to kindness and generosity I guess that's what the psychologists say I like this article and the whole idea of it. So, yeah, that was an excerpt from the Atlantic's interpretation of Masters of Love in which that um, Gottman thesis was referenced. So I'll link this article because it's helpful. It's called 10 Takeaways from Masters of Love and it is realloveready.com. It's a blog. All right, y'all, thanks for sticking around. We have come to the end. This was a fun one. Thank you so much to the girls that sent in their stories and um, allowed me to just kind of give my opinion and perspective and for giving a shit what I got to say. Like, that makes me feel good. And um, yeah, I try to be as honest as I can about it. And I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings at all. Like, I'm just, you know, it's just from my perspective and sometimes we need that because we are masters at just like explaining shit away in our own heads or like cutting the people closest to us so much slack when they don't deserve it sometimes or convincing ourselves that a relationship could work when it can't when it's dead when it needs to be cut off or that you know maybe someone didn't mean to do you like that but they continue to do you like that but you love them so you keep just like explaining it away we all do that shit all the time so I hope that my opinion and perspective could be of a value in any way. And yeah, next week I got a special episode featuring a friend and it's going to be the marriage episode. So it's going to be really fun. Um, DM me if you have any cool stories about weddings or marriage, all that. And also don't forget to send me in your voice clips voice memos audio all that about uh psycho scary stories relationship stories you know we all been on some scary ass dates dealt with scary ass people in weird situations you know anything weird vibes um yeah follow me on instagram tiktok and twitter at simpin after dark once again my email for the voice memos is simpin after dark at gmail.com shout out to wild seven studios nightshade collective go follow amigas the series for updates on what i am up to outside of simpin after dark and we will see you guys next time i will see you guys i will talk to you guys <laughs> bye